0: hi everybody this week we continue with our series of og check-ins today i'm talking with og chai whose original episode aired on september 27th 2021 here's a clip
1: in indian culture we have something called the matrimonial websites. (laughs) It's kind of like a dating site that's arranged by your parents. My mom set up a profile for me. (laughs) She scoped out a few candidates. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like 95% of them, but you know, my mom is just like Indian parents do a lot of this is emotional blackmail and just like, Oh, I raised you. You know, I did so much for you. You know, you can't even just go on one date for me. So, you know, she kind of used a little bit, bit of that. uh... So I was like, all right, you know, I'll go on one date for you. It was a complete bust.
0: Juleka here. I've mentioned before that How to Talk to Mommy and Papi about Anything is supported by First Republic Bank. And I'm a happy customer after opening accounts for my young sons to help me teach them about saving and spending. For a couple of years now, I've experienced First Republic's commitment to understanding their clients' needs and providing unparalleled service. My personal banker, Lisa, really embodies the relationship-based approach, which means bankers like Lisa provide tailored financial solutions to individuals and businesses at any stage. Whether you're opening a savings account, buying your first home, or starting a family, First Republic's personal service can help you see just how much banking can mean to you. Visit firstrepublic.com today to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. What's up, everybody? I'm Steve Otto Lewis,
1: a licensed psychotherapist and host of How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. I'm excited to share big news. How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything is back. This time, I'll be joined by a very special person, someone whose name you know very well.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Juleka Lantigua, founder of LWC Studios.
1: Welcome, Juleka.
0: I'm so excited. And by the way, I'll be taking notes so many notes.
1: As always, on the show, we get to hear stories from black and brown folks who are out there doing great and amazing things. Then I do my thing of offering some feedback and strategies to help us navigate personal and professional challenges. Together, we'll figure out how to achieve on our own terms.
0: Subscribe to or follow How to Talk to High Achievers about anything everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow the show at Talk to Achievers. Hi everybody, Juleka here. I'm the host and creator of How to Talk to Mommy and Papi about anything, and I want to invite you to be on our show. If you're an adult and a child of immigrants from anywhere in the world, I'd love to talk to you about those conversations that are hard but necessary. Things about politics, dating, career, parenting. Seriously, no topic is off limits. Send us an email at hello at talktomommypapi.com and let's get you on the show. That's hello at talktomommypapi.com. See you soon. When Chai first came on the show, she talked to us about her mom's traditional efforts to find her a husband and about how very different their ideas are in terms of what she should be looking for in said husband. For this OG check-in, I wanted to know how her dating life was going, And whether she's actually found someone or maybe her mom found someone. I was so curious also because I was hoping her mom would have come around and at least began to understand what Chai was looking for in a romantic relationship. Let's get into it.
1: So my name is Chaitanya Bala Subramanyam, and I go by Chai Bala. I live in Columbus, Ohio and... The first time I came here, I had written a blog post on Brown Girl magazine about how my mom had set me up on an arranged marriage date and how, uh, how interesting it was, <laughs> to put it nicely. So how was it listening to your episode after it aired? After I listened to my episode, one thing that I found really interesting was uh, looking back and listening to kind of the trajectory of how my mom actually felt about uh about my dating and what she thought was important for me and realizing that wow you know like my mom and I really didn't see eye to eye on dating and um and we didn't see eye to eye on what's important in a partner so being able to listen to that was like wow this this really did happen
0: yeah so I mean you probably, if you kept listening, you realized that later on we developed an entire series on relationships because there was so much to unpack thanks to you coming forward and talking about the pressures from your mom and the cultural differences in how you're both approaching Essentially, the same goal. You do have a goal to be married. She also has a, whole, a goal of you to be married. But the approaches are just so different. And Absolutely. That series was so successful for us because there were so many people, including me, who are going through different stages of romantic relationships. And so, thank you for inspiring us. Oh no, problem at all. Thank you. <laughs> it, it's an honor. <laughs> Has anything significant changed uh, since you and I last spoke in your dating life? I mean, don't drop a bomb and tell me you're engaged because I don't know how.
1: (laughs) Now now you'd have to start a whole new series about engagement. So exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, I will say this. I'm still single. But one thing that has changed for the better is that my mom is off my back a little bit about um, how chemistry comes about, you know, chemistry, spark. All of those things are still very complicated things. And even between the same generation, even amongst my own peers, it's so difficult to talk about attraction versus chemistry. Like I might say, this guy's attractive, but I don't feel I don't feel that attraction. And it's like, what do you mean? Aren't they the same thing? No, it's like to kind of take that to a different generation and, you know, someone who uh, doesn't, like, she never fell in love or had a spark. So it's hard. She still doesn't get it, really. But she's trying to understand. The, the best way I've tried to kind of make her understand is, okay, think about your favorite Indian dessert. Think about eating, like, a barfi or a halva. Okay? When you think about eating it, how does it make you feel inside? You know, how does it, you like, you crave it. You yearn for it, right? She's like, yeah. Think about feeling that way about a man. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, that's exactly how I need to feel in order to continue keep it going, you know? I love this <laughs> analogy so much. <laughs> Everyone out there, all, all my Daisy folks out there, if worse comes to worse, think of your mom's favorite Mithai and just use that as an analogy.
0: <laughs> because then you can also get her to think about, well, what if somebody wanted to give you one that's just not as good? And say, this is the only one you can have for the rest of your life, knowing right. that there's this other amazing one that you have enjoyed before, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could really
1: extend this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm curious. Did you have your mom listen to the episode? I told her about the episode and I, and <laughs> she listened to part of it and she just was like, oh, so you're just out here trash-talking me? Oh. I see how it is. And she, yeah, she didn't listen to the whole episode. She was disappointed in me that I'm, like, ousting her. I, and actually, I don't know if you've heard of um, the Indian Matchmaker show on Netflix. Yes, I have. Yeah, so I even was like, hey, out, let's watch the show together. And so she was watching that show, and she even started crying. She was like, you're going to end up like these kids on the show, not marrying no. anybody. So <laughs> she's not very receptive to, like, Watching or listening to any of these things, but we're slowly getting there. We're we're slowly getting there. <laughs> wow.
0: So is she still really actively trying to set you up on dates and finding matches for
1: you? Yeah, actually, most recent uh, development. There was this attractive guy that actually he lives in um, Cleveland, Ohio, and you know, software engineer. He's you know, he checks all the boxes, right? For right. I was gonna for, say he fits the profile. Yeah. I mean, he seemed like a really cool guy. Like, you know, he loves hiking. He loves adventures, you know, and everything. And he looks attractive. But he's on a project in Germany and Romania. So he's probably not going to be back in America for the next nine months. I told my mom, I don't see myself, like, talking to him on Zoom for nine months. She was like, he's such a good match. Otherwise, I'm like, yeah, but there's so many guys that actually live here, too, that I could be talking to. So, like, you know, that... (laughs) So... There is a little bit of um, uh, friction in those areas. Like, she's kind of like, why can't you just talk on Zoom? You're still communicating with them. It's like, it's not even just about, like, about the, the physical aspect of a relationship, but it's also, like... We're in each other's homes. We see how each other lives. You know, we living through life together. Those things are those are things that you don't get through oh, yeah. a digital experience.
0: It's so important to experience people you're getting to know in different environments. Absolutely. Even as simple as how are you on a long drive versus getting on the metro, right? Those are two different experiences and people might, you know, be different through those two experiences. Right. Um. Okay, so let me ask you a sensitive question. Is your mom only open to you
1: marrying an Indian man? She's actually gotten so much better about that. Why? I'll tell you why. Because other people in my community are out here marrying white men, marrying, you know, black and Korean men. So, like, my mom was like, oh, okay. So, like, other Indian people are doing it. Like, let's remember, India is such a collective culture. Everybody's, you know, looking to, to see what everyone else is doing. So now that she has that social proof that everybody else is doing it, she's, like, totally cool with that. Of course, he still has to be, like, you know, a lawyer, doctor, engineer, something successful, right? So here's kind of what's going on. What's going on is I am a very inconsistent person. I go through my bouts where I'm, like, you know, for this month, I'm kind of feeling like dating. So I'll I'll be dating around that time. But then I'll go through, like, a hibernation period where I don't feel like dating anymore. So then during, during that time, my mom is kind of, like, on my butt, like, Okay, well, you know, since you're not doing your job, let me help you out. And the only way I know to help you out is through these arranged marriage profiles. (laughs) So that's kind of what ends up happening.
0: Oh, your mom is on a mission. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so... What else is happening in your life that you're happy about? Because you always give me the impression that you're just really self-satisfied. Like you're happy generally with how things are going, which
1: is part of why you don't feel this pressure, you know? Um, What else is happening? Well, I'll tell you something. This is something that's, it's very personal, but it's also something that I feel will inform a lot of things. I actually found out recently that I have ADHD. Oh, from a a brown person standpoint, you know, this is something that for the longest time I suspected I, I, you know, my parents actually suspected I might have it. And teachers, I had teachers tell my parents, you know, we think she might have ADHD as a child. And they were like, you know, our child doesn't have a disability. We're not going to, so they didn't want to acknowledge that. So they never took me in. And I recently found out that I have this and it's been kind of, it's been really cool to like, understand why I have so many different hobbies I'm 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 always hyper fixated on something I'm really into like so many different things and I'm so I'm into so many different hobbies that that realization has kind of taken up a huge part of um the last part of this year just kind of navigating that and making sense of that and just kind of like embracing that also embracing what all the different um aspects of who I am that it brings uh so I in in addition to I guess relationships so wait, I need to ask, how did your mom respond or have you shared that you've been officially diagnosed now? Yeah, I did. I did share that with her. And I actually, you know what, to kind of tie it back to the relationship thing, I explained to her, this is why I'm I'm always shifting. I'm like a chameleon a lot of times. This is why it's hard for me to, like, find the right person that kind of can can kind of go through those motions with me. She started crying and she actually apologized. She was like, you know, wait, I should have known wait. this. She what? <laughs> She cried and she apologized? Yes. She actually apologized and she took ownership that I didn't realize that this would have such an impact on so many aspects of your life. And had I known that this would also affect your relationships, I would have taken you in when you were five years old and your preschool teacher said, I think your daughter has ADHD. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. As a mom, I just want to hug her right now because
0: I'm sure she felt like she failed you in a very meaningful way because it's our job as your moms. It's our job to make sure that you are equipped with everything you need to be happy, healthy, and successful. And for her to not have, you know, heeded the advice and for her to have let you basically go through your entire life not understanding something so essential about who you are.
1: Oh, I'm at wherever you are, I'm sending you a hug. Big big hug. <laughs> no, honestly, th- th- thank you so much for that for that Juleka because in a way it also made me understand the whole complexity of everything. That even though it would have been better overall for me, she feared that it would make me look. Uh, There's a huge bad. stigma, of yeah, Exactly. On the other end, she's like she wants me to have the best life that she knows from her prescriptive. Existence that that's that's the right way to live. Being married, having a child, and I can't fault her for that either. So it's like you know she, and but then she's coming here and she's realizing all these things connect. You know who you are. Your brain informs all of your interests, your your interpersonal relationships. It's yeah, it, it's a whole her whole journey. <laughs> oh my god! First of all, first of all,
0: I also want to give you your flowers because this is a major discovery and for you to be so poised and graceful and to see and appreciate it for what it is
1: i mean honestly i'm so proud of you i'm so so proud of you right now thank you that's so nice to hear and it's one of those things where you think man like i'm i'm different but at the same time you know it comes with its with its quirks but it also comes with its you know special it's specialness, you know? So it's like, you got to just kind of kind of embrace it for whatever it is. And, you know, and however it impacts my relationships, at least now I have that knowledge to share upfront, to be able to say, Hey, listen, are you down for the ride? Because I, this is how I am, you know? And it's like, <laughs> it's going to get bumpy sometimes. <laughs> I know. I
0: love that. No, but it's true, though. It's absolutely true. And the thing is that now you can really take care of yourself in the best possible way and be your best self in your relationships. Exactly. This is like unlocking, you know, a secret code. Yes. Oh, my God,
1: Chai, I'm so happy you came back. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much, Uleka. I was so happy to be back.
0: Chai's episode is called Arranged Marriage, No thanks, Mom. You can find it in our feed and on our website. In the episode notes, you'll find links to Chai's original episode, as well as to the dating and relationship series, She Inspired. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing us. How to Talk to mommy and Papi About Anything is an original production of LWC Studios. Virginia Lora is the show's producer. Kojin Tashiro is our mixer. Manuela Bedoya is our marketing lead. I'm the creator, Juleka Calantigua. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Talk to Mommy Papi. Bye, everybody. Same place next week.